Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey. I'm uh, solo today, so I'm your your host. Uh, so let's get it started. Um, today I'm reviewing uh, Summer of '84. Um, so uh, welcome. <laughs> this is this is unique here, so f- just to be solo. But yeah, I'm going to review Summer of '84. Um, get right into it. You know. Let's get right into it, people. Teenager Davy Armstrong is a conspiracy theorist who begins to suspect that a neighboring police officer is a serial killer. With help from three friends, Davy launches a daring investigation that soon turns dangerous. It got a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 4.9 out of 5 on Facebook, 93% like this on Google. Let's find out what the Rotten Tomato scores are. It's got a 72% on the tomato meter. Uh, the audience score is 66%. So let's get right into it. Um, what I feel about this uh, movie, uh, it hit me differently than I expected. Um, I got to say this, though. For films that went straight to streaming, this is one in the last few years that hit me uh, in a way that I never thought I'd be hit. Um, it, it really was a lot of fun to watch. But this haunt from Shudder as well, Better Watch Out, I believe is, on, is a Shudder exclusive. And the babysitter, which has got mixed reviews, but those four films in the last few years really hit me in a good place. When we're talking about horror films, you know, that didn't go to theaters, and so I have a special place for this one because um, I didn't know what it was when I got into it. I was just told by a good friend of mine um, that I should watch it, and I was like, "Eh, I'll watch it when I get to Shutter. You know, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it a chance." And I had no idea. But how good this was going to be and how effective this was going to be Uh, set in 1984, you know, as I said, Davey and he's a conspiracy theorist. Um, He thinks his uh, neighbor is a serial killer. Now, let's think about that for a few seconds. He thinks his neighbor's a serial killer. So I think it's because they they play Manhunt at the beginning and and I never played it. But as a kid, but they're playing it, and he sees his neighbor with his boy. Um, later on, he finds out that boy goes missing. So he thinks his neighbor's a serial killer. And, you know, I have to say this, uh, thinking about this a movie um, and how it made me feel and everything. Uh, it puts a smile on my face because I look at this movie as a monster movie. And I know people are going to be like, what? You're going like, to be like the guy from Jaws. It's a what? You know, but I look at it as a as a monster movie. And I think of monster movies, I think, you know, I go back to the beginning, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, Wolfman, the creature, Invisible Man, you know, those guys started this and they inspired other werewolf films, vampire films, creature films, invisible man films such as Hollow Man, you know, they inspired so many. But in the 80s, monster films to us that I grew up in that era, you know, it was Jason Voorhees, uh, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Chucky, Candyman, uh, Critters, even Gremlins. You can see those monsters, um, the puppet master, the little demonic toys, um, Leprechaun. I mean, it, it goes on and on, you know, what we consider monsters. There was one film that changed that in 1960 called Psycho, where, Norman Bates was the real monster and and the human side of this is what really grabbed onto me for this film 
It really grabbed on. And I'm going to talk about, you know, and it gets me thinking about actual serial, serial killers. You know, the Ted Bundy's, the John Wayne Gacy's, the Daniel Nader's, I believe it's his name, uh, the BTK killer, um, Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, these people were able to hide who they really were. And I feel this film does a good job of uh, Officer, I believe Mackey is his name, um, that they think is the killer. Uh, me get right, yeah, Wayne Mackey, yeah. So I believe he does an excellent job at hiding who he is from the whole town. You know, he, he's 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 got a darkness in him, and he just he hides it so well. I, I just love that aspect because it, it made me really think when I first saw this movie. It made me think. Um, so I, I appreciate this movie so much, um, and. And I, I really went fast with the scores and all that because I really want to get into the heart of this movie. You know, this movie, when you think of this movie, okay, you're going to think, okay, they're kind of ripping off Stranger Things. I get your point if that's the route you want to go. Um, yeah, Aaron, it's spoilers. This is summer of 84, okay? Spoilers, Aaron, spoilers. But I want to talk about it. I want to die digest this film and then you know i just aaron just let me be <laughs> i'm playing with you aaron. but seriously i i i really want to talk about this movie and and again yeah it is spoilers i'm not gonna try to spoil everything i'm just gonna try to you know spoil the heart of the movie i'm not gonna give everything away if you haven't seen this movie but it's about serial killers it's about a serial killer that lives across the street and it and Makes think of a film, uh, films like you know, the Monster Squad, uh, even Fright Night, the Lost Boys. Even um, I don't really, I don't want to miss any, you know, the Burbs. But that was more of a comedy. It makes me think of that film, uh, Stranger Things, of course, with the kids, but Goonies as well, um, ET for that matter, with these kids. Uh, the adventure aspect to this movie. It's like those films. So if you're going in thinking, okay, it's like everything from the 80s, what's fresh about this movie? And I'll tell you what's fresh about it. To me, what's fresh about this movie is the simple fact that it, when you meet Mackie, then for me, when I first met him, like I said, I didn't know what this movie was about. But when I first met him, I was like, okay, he doesn't come off like a serial killer to me. Not at the first time I meet him. The second time, yeah, this guy's creepy. This guy's creepy as hell. <laughs> He's creepy. He's somebody you, you you really pay attention to him. You're like, something's not right with him, you know, because there's a scene with the kids. He's there. He's giving a, a pops, I believe, away. Uh, and uh, um, and he's all friendly with them. And then as soon as they leave, he. Oh, man, he just he's, his, his whole attitude changes. It's like he sees potential victims come across the screen and his his complexion changes everything changes about Mackie and that and that scene and that's when you know okay dude's not right dude's not right but when we meet Davy and him meet Davy is like the paper boy and he's wanting his money um and we see pictures on the wall of Mackie and supposedly it's his family this will come back later into the movie um and, you know, it's like he has a big family and he's like, yeah, yeah, but don't keep them too close to home is what he says. And I'm like, okay, this guy's friendly, you know, he, and that's what I'm talking about, though. 
how he hides it. Like serial killers, like they hit it so well. They do a good job in this movie with Mackie hiding who he really is. And I love that. Uh, uh, it, man, it gets me thinking about the, the, the serial killers. I mean, I don't know a whole lot as some of my other friends do. I mean, I, I know some some bits and part. I knew more about the BTK killer because I actually watched that on CNN. I, I read up on him. I really studied that guy and it probably wasn't healthy, but I really studied up on him and watching him on CNN tell in great detail what he did to these people with like a blank stare. Like John Carpenter said it best when he saw that boy in that mental institution with that inspired Halloween, it was coldness. It was pure evil in the boy's eyes and it was pure evil in, in Nader's right. Whatever his name is, the BTK killer, um, Daniel Nader, I believe uh, it was just cold and pure evil in his eyes. And you see that in his character, Mackie. And I'm like, because it, it kind of hits me real. Like, I, I lose myself into this movie. I go deep into this movie. I'm I'm there with these boys on this journey. And, you know, and they don't take it too seriously. Like, Davey kind of does, but he really doesn't know what he's getting into. He doesn't really think, what if I'm right? What if this guy is a serial killer? He doesn't understand the, the, the ripple effect that's going to have in the end for him and his friends. Like, okay, if you're right, this guy's killed 15 boys. What makes you think he's not going to kill you or your friends? You know? So they didn't think that far ahead. They just think about the adventure of proving he is the killer. That's all they're thinking about. And it's fun. It's it's fun. It's it's like going to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Almost. You've seen all these friendly dinosaurs. It's all like, like Dr. Macklin says, oh, ah. Oh. Yeah, that's how it starts. <laughs> but it, but when you get really when you get really into it, the meat of the story, and I'm not trying to use a T-Rex as an, an analogy here, but when she gets angry and this guy gets angry, oh man, it 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 blows up, and you're on it's it's a murder. It's not a murder mystery, but it's a mystery. You're trying to solve this mystery with these boys, these teenage boys, and you know no one's gonna believe them. And they're investigating. They're playing a dangerous game. And I love that aspect to it. Uh, they're playing a dangerous game with Mackie. And I'm like, he knows what you're up to. He's setting you all up. You think you're going to get him. and He's going to turn things on every single one of you. And I, I really, I just enjoyed the chase of this movie. Every detail it goes. Because you're in your mind, you're going with them. You're trying to pick out. In horror movies, I don't, I don't really do this. Because I, I don't want him to be predictable. I, I want to just enjoy the ride. But in this movie, I was trying to figure out what they were going to do. And I I had a great time with it. <laughs> and Aaron says, I love the innocence of them. Yeah, it, you do love the innocence of, of these characters, especially Davey. Now, Woody, he's the bigger guy. He's the bigger friend. I love him, too. Uh, you know... He's such he's was such a good he was such a a charming bigger guy an innocent guy that got caught up in this this adventure that went way wrong went way wrong and you know and it was just it was sad to see what eventually is going to happen and it took turns I didn't expect it to take but I love the aspect as I said before of this movie 
how it takes you into this journey of trying to prove your next door neighbor is a serial killer, you know? And I'm like, I'm loving the journey, but I'm, I'm also thinking to myself, how is this going to end? You know, how's it going to end for these boys? Uh, and, it, you know, and bottom line here is, for me, it put me in a, a place where I was like, how far do you go to prove this guy's the killer? Now, how far? Honestly, how far do you go? How far would you go? For me personally, if I think the, the guy across the street's a serial killer, I'm, I'm, I may do a little investigating. I would have done some investigating when I was their age. But as an adult, I, don't, I think I'm going to leave that alone. Um, let the cops deal with it. Um, but as a teenager, though, you're, you're adventurous. You're more adventurous as a teenager than you are as an adult. Um, but... I don't know. I just, I love the adventure aspect of this movie. Um, uh, I really did. I love the, the how, how each character played, you know, played their part so well. Um, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the story they told here with everybody had an important role in this movie. They all played their part really well. I, I absolutely have fun with it. And I think, if you haven't seen it, I think you'll have fun with it too. But if you haven't seen it right now, um, and you're interested in it, go check it out. It's on Shutter. It's on Shutter, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I have fun with it. Um, I think though, um, you know, I can't compare it to anything I've seen. I mean, I know what I have, but at the end of the day, when it, when it's all said and done, I really can't compare the movie to anything because. A lot of these films, even with Fright Night, there was there was a there was campiness to it. Uh, there was fun to be had, and there's fun to be had in this movie. But when you realize things are about to get real, and I don't, the boys didn't realize this until it's too late. Davy realized it when it was too late. When he realized he was the next victim, um, and you know, and it was too late. And I, I want to talk about that scene that led up to that. Um, am I going to spoil what happened? But I want to talk about what happened when um, when Mackie gets Davy. Um, he's he wakes up in a police car, and he's surrounded by woods and a lake. And that's all I'm going to say about it. But what happened after that point? I was blown away because I didn't expect them to go in that direction. I really didn't, and I had fun with it. And I was like, wow, I can't believe they went in that direction. But it makes so sense. It makes a lot of sense that they did. Um, but I just can't believe they did it. But I hope you um, enjoyed this movie if you've seen it. I know I did personally. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, it, you know, it, when you get in the mind of a teenager wanting to prove something, and everyone thinks he's crazy, he's he's, he's nutty because he believes in all these conspiracy theories. Um, I just enjoyed the ride they, they took with that character, but also enjoyed the ride they took with Mackie and and him hiding everything. Like he had, uh, he was buying a hundred, I think a hundred pounds of dirt every week and no one batted an eye, like except for these kids, they batted an eye and they watched him. And, but I love how Mackie, you know, he had, he had a plan. He had a, a blueprint of what he would do to get these people. And I loved how they showed that and towards the end of the movie, but the pictures did come back into play and you find out the pictures on the, on there are his victims. 
He makes it look like it's his family, his victims. And I, I just, this guy was so, he planned everything so well. He thought of everything. And I mean everything. He thought of everything. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I really did. Um, so I, I got, I'm going to give him a mark out right now. I know it's a quick episode. Um, I should have wrote some stuff down I wanted to talk about, but I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I was kind of rushing. We had a tornado warnings here earlier, so I was kind of rushing to get this done. Um, but I really, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give the the ratings. Um, I'm gonna give it a five uh, on the markout meter. A five out of five. I, I think for what this movie is, it's 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 almost perfect for me. Uh, it's almost part. Aaron, Aaron says he gives it five out of five as well, but it is. It's almost like a perfect film of mixing mystery horror suspense uh you know serial killers type genre subgenre um it's it's a perfect mix of everything you have your comedy moments you have your adventure moments it's just the perfect mix of everything um and uh I, i had a blast watching it uh and when you get to that end and i i don't know if it's gonna affect you like it affected me uh, who, whoever's watching on this, but if you get to the end and you see what happens, how in the world does that not frighten you as a person or as a kid? You're t- be that kid for one second. How does that not scare you to death about what he says to him? Oh man, it gave me chills watching that the first time. It gave me chills watching it late last night. I mean, it just. It's a movie I could rewatch and rewatch and rewatch, and I, it, it's I would say it's probably my favorite horror film, like that's streaming, like went straight to streaming. Uh, it's definitely probably my top five in the past decade. It's 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 an excellent film. Uh, it was well made. Uh, I love the setting in the eighties. Uh, it's just it's it's near perfect for me. Um, but anyway. And I hadn't, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. I forgot to mention it. But if you like this, uh, and if you're watching on YouTube right now, which I know currently it's not on YouTube, but if you are watching on YouTube right now, hit that like and subscribe button. I don't know what you just said, Aaron, but <laughs> okay. But yeah, if, if you are watching on Facebook, hit a like and follow button. And, and also... Hit us up. Uh, if you want us to review something or just talk about something, hit us up and let us know. Uh, hit me up at Brandon uh, Spivey on Facebook or at the Markout Movie Podcast page or hit up Aaron and, and say, hey, I would like you to talk about this. If you enjoy um, our uh, presentation, if you enjoyed our show, if you if you enjoyed our thoughts and opinions, you know, hit us up and let us know. Uh, I, I really had fun with this movie. And as Aaron just said on here through Messenger, I uh, I do love haunts. I really do. I, uh, which I mentioned that earlier, but I didn't go into details. I really love that movie. I think it's the best haunted house attraction movie I've ever seen. I've only seen three, but what they don't make a lot that I'm aware of. I know they've made a few like found footage haunted house type films, uh, but the main three I know of is The Fun House, uh, Hell House and Haunt, and Haunt blows every single one of them out of the water. It, it's it's not even close. Um, but as I said, I love that movie. I love Better Watch Out. I love how they twisted the babysitter subgenre, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, 
Babysitter also on Netflix. I love that movie. Uh, I like it because they took the babysitter because she's usually the weak, you know, the victim, and they make her the villain. I, I love that aspect, and it it was funny. I thought, and it was it was fun. Um, but it was it's the weakest one of the four I've mentioned. Uh, but yeah, I mean, check out this movie though, man. I really don't think you'll regret it. Also, next week, uh, we have a uh, we have we're doing another interview. Um, it's a it's a big interview too. Um, look, I mean, I think any interview we do is gonna be big, <laughs> but it, but this one is big. Uh, he's worked on uh, such films as uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three, uh, Candyman, and one of my all time personal films. Critters too. Uh, I love that movie so much. But Mick Strong will be joining us next week uh, here at the Mark Out Movie Podcast. We will interview him and pick his brain uh, about horror films and what he's done. And I look forward to that. I know Aaron looks forward to it as well. Uh, it's going to be fun, and I can't wait. Can't wait for it. But anyway, if you have any suggestions that you would like us to, you know, review or just talk about, like I've said before. Hit us up. Let us know. We'll we'll gladly do it. Honestly, we we will. We, we'll gladly do whatever you suggest. Um, Aaron got suggested something the other day. I believe he told me. Uh, wants to do this. A friend of his wants to come on the show and review uh the Bill and Ted movies. So we're gonna try to make that happen at some point. <laughs> I don't know when I'm gonna get to see the new Bill and Ted, but I will try to make that happen with Aaron and Ken at some point. So. You heard it here live. I don't know if it'll be a whole trilogy, if it'll just be the new movie. I don't know. Aaron will get back with me on that. Um, but hopefully you enjoyed this review of Summer of 84 and my little mini nitpicks. Well, not nitpicks, but my little uh, topics of uh, serial killers. And uh, I'm really, I'm fascinated with them. Uh, really more fascinated with the fact, you know, why they do it. What was their upbringing? Uh, were they picked on so much? They just... What drove them to do this and made them continue to do this? I think that is a perfect subject for me and Aaron to just talk about one day. Uh, like, I really, I, I'm very interested and very curious about it. Uh, you know, it's it's a big subject matter, but I'm, what makes them tick? And and that that's kind of what I got from this movie from Mackie. You know, you you find little things that make him tick and hiding who he really is. I, I just all find it fascinating. I really find it fascinating. And but anyway, I hope you enjoyed this review of summer of 84. Um, until next time I am Brandon Smiley and I thank you for marking out with me and letting me mark out with you. So until next week, stay classy people, stay fresh, stay home. <laughs> no, stay home. Uh, world is crazy, but anyway, stay home, um, and enjoy the great content that we pre present and, and, you know, just enjoy life safely. Thank you for marking out with us, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I am Brandon Spivey from the Mark Out Movie Podcast.